Welcome to the Dropouts Podcast. You are here with your host, Samas Sinclair, and to the right of me. My fault, let me bring that back. Welcome to the Dropouts Podcast. You are here with your host, Samas Sinclair, and to the left of me, we got the co-host, the one, the only. It's your boy, Bleezy. How y'all doing today? We got a special one for y'all today. You want to introduce yourself to the people? Yo, Bra Mitchell, Bra D Mitchell, 251. 251, where's that? Where's that at? That's Alabama? Oh, yeah, that's Millery, Alabama. Okay. What brought you out here? Oh, man. First off, just school. School. Uh, came up here. Concord became home. Just been here ever since. Where'd you go to school? Uh, went to Millery High School, uh, Millery, Alabama. Went to college, undergrad at UNC Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. What'd you go to school for? Political science. Nice. How was uh, your transition coming from Alabama to Charlotte? Oh man, it was different. It was real different. I come from a small country town. I graduated with like 39 students. Oh wow, yeah. Like the census, census bureau in my town was like, I think like, what, 600. So high school is bigger than my town. That's <laughs> crazy. Then what's I, it? I can relate somewhat. I come from like a small town, what I thought was small, but it's like 30,000, and then I moved out here, and it's it's definitely a whirlwind. It's definitely different, you know, for sure. What's the difference between uh, Charlotte, Concord area, and, like, where you lived in Alabama? Uh, I would say the culture. The culture? The culture real different. Down there, we real country, you know. They call it the Bible Belt. Uh, a lot of woods. Uh, up here, it's just like, you know, you got a lot of city. You got Charlotte, like, what, 10 miles away. Um, very urban. I think it's like 45 minutes to the nearest Walmart in my town. Oh, damn. So you got to plan that grocery trip. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, like, you said it was real country. What are What are some things you grew up doing that, you know, some, I guess, some country stuff? What's Alabama like? What's your childhood like? Oh, yeah. So, like, I grew up working a lot. You know, we worked a lot. You know, that's one thing that kept me occupied. I played football, but the main thing in my spare time, like, you know, it was like, I wanted to play the game on the weekends, but I was raised with my grandma, and it was just like, hey, nah, you ain't gonna be in the house all day. Go outside and do something. You know, go pick up some sticks. You know, go <laughs> cut the grass. Go <laughs> with your uncle. Go make you some dollars. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, moving, I'd say that's the biggest, one of the biggest differences for me moving from my small town to here is that I don't see anybody outside in comparison. You know what I mean? Where I come from, like, everybody's got a yard. There's a little bit more room. And, like, I see kids out. I see people riding their bikes. Like, people are going from one side of the town to the other. Here, it's just people inside. You know what I mean? I rarely see people out and about doing stuff. Yeah, it was kind of awkward at first because I always felt like I had to do something. I would, like when I first moved to the Concord, you know, when I first got here, I was in an apartment. So, got here was just like, wake up in the morning, give me some breakfast. I started watching TV. It just did not feel right. It was just like, nah, like what do I gotta do? But then it was like, you know, this is chill. You know, this this. It took me like at least maybe three years to get adjusted to that. Honestly, three years because I did that. For like, honestly, I started working with my grandparents, man, my uncles. I'm like the age of five, five to 18. What were you doing at five years old? Oh man, just being out in the field. You know, my grandparents, they own a mobile detail, uh, mobile home company. Um, so even if it was just giving bricks to my granddaddy while he under the trailer, you know, doing work, you know, uh, just being out there with him, just, mm-hmm. you know, just being outside. You know, that's the one thing in the South. They just want you outside. So you think uh, working at such an early age, you think that really, like, set the framework for who you are today? I mean, a part of it. A part of it. It taught me good work ethic. You know, that's one thing. Uh, I would say more yes than no. More yes than no? Yeah, more yes than no. could elaborate on it more but I mean even if say for instance even if I was rich you know I feel like I would install those same principles in my kids 
you know, even my daughter, you know what I mean? Let her know what it feel like to be in a garden. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let her know what it feel like to, you know, just be doing something, not just to be laying up, you know, mm-hmm. teaching yeah. valuable things. Yeah, for Do sure. Do you have any kids? I don't have any kids, no. I definitely agree with that long term. You aspire to have kids? For sure, a lot. Nice. But I feel you. It looked like I'm only going to have like three right now. Why? I don't know if my girl want a lot of kids, mm. but I think she'll give me three. You could, you could probably, if if she's down to be pregnant three times, you could probably just fuck around and get triplets. Make it happen, you know, on that last time. Yeah. <laughs> Pop out an extra three or two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I feel like. But that's dope. Why do you want a lot of kids? come from a big family man i come from a big family i'm the first uh i'm the first grandchild on both sides so mm. just being around a lot of family my granddaddy and my grandma they had like five five so i mean i think five would have been my max but like so i keep it at three you know it's expensive so you're uh you're a musician huh yeah i would say that yeah i would say i'm an artist Oh, an artiste. An artiste. What, um, who's your biggest inspiration in music? Man. If I would have to say who my biggest inspiration was, it, it, it would definitely be two people. I just couldn't give one credit without the other. So it would probably be Frank Ocean and Drake. Hell yeah. Yeah. No combo. Are, yeah. <laughs> two fire. Two, two of the probably like, biggest names in music for sure what do you in like their own way too yeah like they're not the same oh you, well, it was actually funny you remember when uh frank ocean was supposed to perform or they thought it was going to be frank ocean at uh tyler the creators festival and then it was actually drake who showed up and then he got booed damn <laughs> they said we wanted frank yeah it was like what the <laughs> fuck and it was a surprise performer and it was drake and everyone just decided it was going to be Frank Ocean. But you would have been happy. You would have been like, yo, either way, this is amazing. <laughs> For sure. E- either way, it would have been amazing. But I really grew up off rock, man. But I wouldn't say I got too much influence for them. Wait, what did you listen to? Or what were you listening to, like, growing up? Yeah. So, when I fell in love with rock, I heard Fall Out Boy. Sugar, we're going down. When I heard that song, I was like, yeah. oh, this is it right here. I was like, this is it right here. You know, it was on a field trip. It was to Chatham, Alabama. You know, that's our biggest rival, Chatham. You know, we the Wildcats. They the Bulldogs. <laughs> you know, Highway 17. Like, we like we like 14 miles down the street from each other, you know. So we went on a little field trip. You know, my boy had a CD player, you know. His name Britton. You know, shout out Britton. He had his little CD player. You know, he had some headphones. You know, we sitting down. So let me see what you listen to, bro. He said, you might not like it. So let me see it, bro. Put it on, brother. First song to play, Sugar We're Going Down. I was like, oh, that's it. I was like, what's the song? You know, at that time, I was probably the only kid that had internet in my area. In my area. Just my general area. Yeah. Not the town. So I went home, got on YouTube. I think I played that song. Like, I played that. I, I probably gave that song at least 1% of his views. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Do you know that song? No, not offhand. Really? Yeah. Fallout Boy? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 I do. I grew up on metal from my parents, and then I say when, like, rock, alternative rock, and then once I moved out here, it shifted more towards, like, rap, hip-hop, stuff like that. No. Yeah. But definitely grew up listening to stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's really interesting, because you you refer to Alabama as the South, which is definitely more Southern than here. But we're still in the Bible Belt, so I didn't know that there'd be such vast differences of like what it, life here versus there. You know what I mean? But I guess we are near. I would assume Charlotte. There is like what it was here was like before, like before it started growing and shit. City, you know? Yeah. yeah. Still rural country, like. Yeah. Would you move back? Not to live forever. Yeah. I would want to have some land. I would want to have a, you know, have some land, have like a little estate there, you know, you know, go check in and out, but not to live forever, nah. Gotta instill the values somewhere with the kids, right? You know what I 
Yeah. For sure, for sure. And and then most of my family is there. Like we probably make up at least, man, thirty percent of our town. You know. And That's so crazy. it's a lot of family there. So thirty percent of the town? Maybe thirty percent. Holy shit. Set a high school barrier high school bigger than a city. Damn. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you meet your wife here or there? In college, actually. College here? To you in CC, right? Fort Niners? That's crazy. Would like you thirty uh, percent of the people around you related to you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, can't even look around for like shorties. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as heck, for real. Let me check that ID first. <laughs> Tanya, exactly. Hey, 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 granddaddy, you know this girl? That's your cousin, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, sorry, it's not gonna work. We can't do this. Y'all met at school? Do you have classes together or what? No, not necessarily classes. Uh, just like through mutual friends. Okay, you know, just. We was in the same uh, complex. Okay. So same we would see each other around. A lot happened at that apartment for you, huh? That's Man, a good spot to bro, come into. Have y'all heard of you walk? You what is it? You walk. Maybe. It's like University. right across the street from yeah. UNCC. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's where we was. Shout out you walk. A lot okay. a lot did happen there. That's what's up. That's where you got your uh you met some people who really put you on in Charlotte. You said you met uh Nahomi Kev. Over there, and that's how you started getting into music. So no, nah, no. Nah. So we like when I first moved here, I lived with my parents. Uh-huh. So we lived in Bexley. Oh, so your parents oh, moved here as well. So my parents, they were already here. Okay, I, I live with my grandparents. All right, so break it down. Who is any? Who's in Alabama right now? Everybody besides my mom and my stepdad. Okay, and my sister. Yeah. And they moved down here before, and you were still down there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Got you. So yeah, we met in we met in Bexley. Bexley Apartments. Yeah, I know exactly what I said. And that's what I met K. Will, Javo, Javo, and, and even Logan. Hell yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. And then Small world. that's uh, you started getting into music with them. Always been into music, but that's when I really first got on the track. When they, show, I was like, dang, like it's people close to me that's actually putting down tracks right now. Like they actually doing this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. First time getting on a track, how did that feel? I felt like I was about to make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was up from there, but you that's know, that's that realistically, nah, that's not how it happened. You know, for but sure. It felt good. It felt like I was making steps 100%. Hell uh, yeah. Was sure, that's a good feeling. Like the first time you were in the studio, like, what, like, could you walk us through that, like, the day that they were like, yo, come through and record? Yeah, so we was at, we was at Jabo House, right? We was at his house, man. He was just like, you know, he was showing me some stuff he did. You know, he's he's such a welcoming person. You know what I mean? Just same energy. He was like, hey, bro, you know, he had like a, can never forget, man, to be honest. He had a Drake, nothing was the song, same poster, like on his wall. And it was like right here. And I recorded in front of it on his mic. And he set up his camera. He was just over there doing the logistics, and I did the song, uh, excuse my French, but Pussy is Mine by Miguel. And just playing it back and just listening to it, I just felt, I just, I was just like, I had I had to go get my own stuff immediately. So I <laughs> saved up, saved up what I could. And that's when I first learned about credit, and I went and put a laptop on credit. And mm. I paid it off, and you know, I was just in the studio since. Oh, yeah. As though music got you into your finances. It's a great way you can put it. Music definitely got me into finances. Hell yeah. So you said um, you own some type of data warehouse. Can you elaborate on the people, um, what exactly that might be? Yeah, so the company I own is called The Shaker's Fault. You know, y'all can go www.shakersfault.com. You know, it's still in process, but... My main source of revenue is my brand called Seven right now. You know, Seven, E V E N. You know, uh, I've been working on that brand for a while now. But yeah, the data warehouse I use is because, like, even though I love music, I fell in love with just analytics. I wouldn't necessarily say marketing, but just, just, just the digital landscape mm-hmm. of where the world is going. Uh. I fell in love with data because you can do so much with data. Uh, you can 
you can become such a asset to humans with data, especially business owners with data. You know, you mm-hmm. can give them just valuable information that can essentially help them in a way because, you know, we're in a, you know, America is a business. That's what you hear a lot. You know, we ran like a business, you know, so. Uh, Corporate America. Just economically, it's just, it just sure. makes sense, you know, just finding my niche in a professional setting. I felt like I was like, you know, let me be versatile. You know, even though like I love my art, mm-hmm. I felt like I was blessed to find something that I love to do professionally. That I just think it's genuinely love. I think it's awesome too because it's something that you can utilize in your art in the long run. Something you know what I'm saying. So you start finding data on a specific group who is inter- interested in your music or vice versa. You market your merch to them or brand. You know, there's so many ways you can take it with data. It's it's really endless. Depends on the data you're getting, of course, but. 100%, but to answer your question, it's just a, it's a a data warehouse where I put hours in weekly, monthly, and yearly, just collecting data on humans, ethical data on humans, legal data on humans, (laughs) I would say. And not not to confuse people, this isn't a physical warehouse. No, no. Why? Why is it? Why is the term warehouse used when referring to this like compilation of data? Because it's because there's multiple rows and columns of data, which is in one, which is in one storage location, either on like a external storage or a cloud that stores hundreds to millions of lines of rows so of data so that's i guess the terminology data warehouse you know warehouse say for instance you have a warehouse of clothes you know you have so many units of your clothes that you just have there you know it's just like uh cumulative you know it's, it's a warehouse so i guess whoever made the name it makes sense you know you have so many units of data stored on a on an external device or a cloud you know all those units are stored mm-hmm. in one place you just warehouse it you just house the data Okay, that makes sense. I feel that. Storage place that works. Yeah. Work at. How does that go hand in hand with everything you do? Like, do you take advantage of your own data warehouse? Personally, I have not yet. I have not just. The plans are to to market some of my merch. To market some of my merch to uh you know like uh homeowners you know people and the reason i use homeowners because you know everyone that i would say is relevant have i wouldn't say everyone that's relevant have a home i mean you can have an apartment but you know every human that that is i feel like that has some kind of intrinsic eccentric economic value to the to the world has a home i would say in a way so that's why I use that because my chances are greater for them to be possibly more financially stable than any other place I can pull my data that's easy. It's to someone that has some kind of foundation already established. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, I have not just tested my warehouse out on any of my product yet. No, I haven't. But in the future, it is to come, yes. Oh, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it's very interesting. The backside of it. So you be whooping ass. <laughs> you know, like, nah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> that don't mean you don't do it. You just uh, want to say I, it. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Too incriminating? <laughs> nah, so you do, uh, you, you train in Krav Maga and uh, some kickboxing, correct? For sure. Yup. How'd that start? Like, how'd you, why'd you walk into that gym? You know, it's a backstory about that. When I was a kid, like seven years old, when DBZ was playing, I was I was doing sit ups the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> getting like, getting ready. Getting you know what I mean? For the fight. <laughs> you feel me? I was I was doing sit ups and push ups every episode. You know what I mean? So it just being a warrior and being a fighting fighter just somehow just got installed into my brain subconsciously. You know, and I feel like being programmed from a young age is is just I would say it's very strong it, it's 
what a kid watches at a young age have a, has, has a big effect on how they think in the future and like leading up to like where they are at at, the, at that point in their life, whatever the age they are. Me growing up, all I watched was Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z was the only thing I watched from like the age seven to maybe like 13. That's when I got more into like sports. So like, even at the age of 13, you know, I was still doing my pushups and everything, you know, and uh, I was just always interested in even war, you know. Uh, movie just came out called King. It's on Netflix. And just like his honor, you know, he was, he was, his statue was maybe like five, nine, five, ten, you know. But one thing about what he did is before he would send his men to war, he will always, he will always offer the, the head alpha of the other army a 1v1 because he didn't want to, he didn't want to spill his, his own army's blood. And would they would they often take it or they'd be like you bugging dog we got the probably the first you and they're like fuck we <laughs> you can't know, keep taking this guy on right <laughs> good question the first one took it yep the second one took it after he saw that his armors was getting slaughtered so he was like oh no nah, no nah, let me just go down here you know take it right quick you know see if i can you know in this the other way you yeah. know in this because the guy that was doing that he was from england in his last battle, they were fighting France. And um, after France was being beat, the head the head leader of France's army was like, hey, let me just go down here and just like see if I can offer him that. And the leader from England beat the guy from France. But how I walked into that gym, man, I just, I feel like war is inevitable. I just feel like war is inevitable. And being able to defend your yourself and the people that you love just righteously and ethically that is that's one of the most important things you can do in this 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 lifetime this this world because everything is competitive like we have things that we put on our feet it's like basic economic complementary and and, and complementary and competitive goods like we all have these things that we put on our feet but nike gotta make them crocs gotta make them Whatever these shoes is, gotta make them. We all have clothes, but someone always thinks that they can do better. Someone always feel like they can trump another brand, or even when it comes down to countries, you know, going to war economically, you know. So, for sure. Do you have aspirations to complete to compete? I actually, got a tournament on uh, Saturday. This Saturday. That's oh, dope. Sparring nice. tournament this Saturday. Well, uh, where at? Uh, it's in Huntersville. Huntersville at the PMA gym in Huntersville. PMA. PMH? So there's PMA. two? You go to PMH. PMA. Okay, so there's a PMA Premier Concord and Huntersville? It's like a PMA in Huntersville, Concord, Charlotte, Davidson, Cornelius. Oh, damn. So they're it's like big. this they're like worldwide, man. Okay. Worldwide. Nice. So who's who's hosting the tournament? Are they hosting it themselves? Yeah. They're ho- we're hosting it ourselves. So like only your gym can go? Only the gym, only PMA gyms can go. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Heard. So you guys fight other gyms, or you don't? You fight within your gym, or how does that work too? Because you said it's like you had it's Krav Maga, but with a little bit of offense, like kickboxing to it. Yeah. Is it just regular sparring? Yeah. So just okay. regular kickboxing, regular kickboxing. Um. No nut kicks. No grappling. Uh, definitely no. I, I, I don't so. think it's no nut kicks. <laughs> You're like, I don't, wanna, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do it if it's <laughs> nut yeah, kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I, uh, there's Jeet at a gym that I went to. And uh, when they would uh, when they would be practicing it, they would uh, have to do like nut kicks and shit. But they wouldn't actually kick each other in the nuts. They would hold the pad out because they wouldn't like actually kick each other in the nuts. They would just be like, you know, no, nah, not even in between them. No, nah, no, nah. they would just like hold it out like this yeah. and you kick like the height of it. And then uh, I almost did the class, but I was just like, I, I felt like I didn't want to like accidentally kick a motherfucker in his nuts because I would practice shit like that. Yeah, so we practiced that for like street combatives. How do you how do you practice that? How do you like what's the pad yeah. holding situation? Yeah, so we use a shield pad. We use a shield pad, and we just, like, put it, like, low up to your growing, and then we just practice our strikes. Even hand 
growing strikes. We call it growing strikes, but I know what you're talking about. We practice hand growing strikes and uh, leg growing strikes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's dope. You said you've been training for, you started this year, almost a year now? I started this year in like nice. um, late January. That's awesome. You said it in words. It was one of the biggest things that's like helped shape your life since you started. In what way for sure. would you say and why? So, because you seem like a very disciplined person already, you know, since you were young, it yeah. seems like it was instilled in you. Well, with martial arts, man, it's just like, just definitely focus, man. The focus. Like, you, you, you would see, like, I'm not saying I can go Super Saiyan or nothing and, like, have this war around me, but just, like, charging up focus for strikes like it's so amazing and you do and you do some kind of martial arts too but like um, maybe you can relate to this but when you're practicing a strike countless amount of times and you're learning how to breathe control your breathing and your focus like it's so it's so rewarding and it's so like addicting how the transition of how, you, you know, maybe you get in the mirror, you're doing something, you're working out, you're not going to see results, you know, right. every Immediately. day, you know, just like growing, you're not going to wake up one morning and some muscle popped up if you just started working out, you know, maybe you'll see you have a, like a pump on you, you know, like, uh, maybe like a couple of days, a couple of weeks down the road, but like every day I go to my gym, I feel my power level increasing, like I feel myself getting more snappier, I feel myself going through an object, just, it's just flowing, it's it's so rewarding so just like that focus and just like feeling my power just build every time i go there it's almost it's so addicting um and definitely emotional intelligence man because like i feel like and i'll talk I'll, i will honestly speak on this man i feel like you know emotional intelligence especially for a man is very important for sure and i feel like the, it 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 teaches me so much balance you know it 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 helps with my with my just my cognitive function you know just i can take more verbally now than i could in the past you know even though i played football but like just going there releasing all that stress and knowing that i what i'm capable of you know in the workplace it's just like you know if i have a, a boss being you know just just want to exert just some <laughs> negativity on me you know just because he feel like he can or just a human can exert some negativity on me just because they feel like they can. It's almost just like, release <laughs> 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 that PSF. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it feels good. It, I feel like that's the balance that I have learned. You know, it was so rewarding. Like that's a awesome. new level of confidence, you yeah. say. A new level of confidence and a new level of just just relax relaxation, man. You know, just not letting just like negativity get to you. You know, having control over your actions, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. You said uh, new level of calm. Uh, maybe not when you're, like, you know, working or whatever, but growing up and you were in school and whatnot, were you ever, like, a weed smoker? Nah, 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 nah. Especially not high school. Especially right. not high school. Nah, never. You're always straight edge or you were you alabama boy i'll be drinking out there <laughs> you now now i won't lie you know it's been a couple weekends you know yeah yeah i, I didn't had a couple bud lights yeah i, I had a couple bud lights on weekends you know but to be honest we didn't really have that because we were so small like and i was in the crib i'm not gonna lie if i wasn't working i was in the crib bro i was in the crib because my family was so big it was just like yeah i had my boys and stuff like that but like our family was so big and i had like my cousin's gaps was like, say for instance, I was like 12. Well, my cousin was probably like six, and then I had like six, four, three, and newborn. Like, to be honest, they were my dogs, man. Yeah, yeah, like, everything we, you needed right there. We were kicking it, bro. We yeah. were on the weekends, aunties would come through bringing chips, ice cream, and movies. We was in the crib just kicking it, bro. Like, I didn't really start going out for real until I was like in the 11th grade, man. And if that, it was probably like once every other weekend. That's crazy. That's like, I feel like that's a much more like how people used to grow up. You know what I mean? Like in their family and then they go out and see the world type shit. Not like, I feel like I learned a lot 
growing up out in those ages with people but like you grew up learning that stuff with your family through those ages you know that's yeah, cool for sure yeah for sure but yeah you know i got funny stories though funny stories man senior year prom i came back to my crib drunk bro <laughs> it was just it was a nightmare man it was a nightmare because no no one in my family ever knew that i have ever drunk alcohol maybe because <laughs> and now you're coming back to a whole group of motherfuckers <laughs> you know giving their I mean. opinion <sighs> yeah so what was that like first off what was that what was that what was that prom night like the prom night was great man it was i didn't go to prom but it was great man it was it was like the first time i was too busy drinking (laughs) you came home prom night drunk ain't even go to prom that's crazy you know what i mean like it was just like to be honest it was like so where i'm from and i know you guys are posters but uh i'll tell you my eighth grade banquet it was like, you know, white people on this side, black people on this side. Oh, where? You guys can put the rest together. Alabama. You know what I mean? So prom night, it was almost like, you know, it was at this uh, it was at this white girl's house. And all, you know, all the softball team was there, volleyball team was there. So it was just like, oh, snap. First time Brock is out. Let's just see what it was like. What, like you know, let's see what's going on. Because I never went out to those types of settings. Yeah. And I think I little went a little too hard. So you know? who was there? You was there with your like like your black homies, yeah, your white gang, homies, black homies, yeah. Okay. Homies. But what what got me messed up? It was like you know my my white boys. It was like, hey man, come to the truck, bro. We got some fucked this, up. We got some of this wild turkey, bro. <laughs> oh no, you got, got some of this liquor. wild turkey, bro. I'm like, hey, whatever, bro. I'm, you know I got this. You know, nah, nah. First time ever drinking hard liquor in my life. What what the fuck is wild turkey? I just think it's like it's, it's a brown liquor. I'm not sure what exactly. It's a whiskey or bourbon or what, but Where, okay. Yeah. So you, you eighth grade or no? This is prom. This is prom. I see your prom. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> you you at you at a uh, Vanessa's house. You said white girl something. It's called Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, Vanessa's call, house. Call, yeah. and, and Tucker tells you come out have some of this uh this wild turkey. After I was like eighteen beers deep. After you eighteen beers, so you already ah uh, you went beer, beer and then liquor. Damn. Yep. Beer, liquor, sugar. So, all right, what happened? What, tell us about you. You had a shot. You had a what? What happened when you went out there? Just swigging from the bottle. Just swigging from the bottle. 100% swigging from the bottle. <laughs> just, just, you know, just to prove, like, I'm, 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 because before that, I was great, man. Like, I was really functioning. See, after that, it was just, like, downhill from there, you know? Just, yeah, he was just yeah. drunk. He was like, man, I do this. What do you mean? I can drink. <laughs> he said, go, 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 go. He didn't hit me until I got in the car. You drew. How you gonna no, no, no. I got, okay. I got my homie drove. Got okay. in the car. His dad had gave him the whip. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, Peter his whip. I th- uh, exorcism all over uh, his dad. Oh, I thought uh, you were gonna say. Y'all but got but shout, shout out to him. He cleaned it up for me, bro. So hey, what a good yeah, friend. What a great Real, friend. Bro. He know who he is. T Millie. Shout out to see, my boy T That's like T-Milly. my thing with throw up, bro. Like if I see throw up, I'm throwing up. So like. Oh, you got to I'm sorry, but you got to clean it because I'm going to throw up. Trying to clean up your throw up, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> I ain't never had to clean no one's throw up. Knock on wood. I never really I don't think want I could. to. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's next level. For real. So you got home and then what happened? <laughs> yeah. I got home. So one of my homies, bro, they was like, he, he he's a very extra human being. I will say this. Love him to death. But, um, I'm just going to be frankly honest with y'all, man, because this is just the, this is the vibe where I'm from. It's just like, you know, you, 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 you have all this melanin, you have all the trees, all this just like carbon, just, just thick humidity. So the energy down there is just, just like so intense. Mm. It's so intense. Everybody is just beating on their chest, alpha, you know what I mean? So, and it's just like, got home. All I remember is I opened the door, and this one guy, he just turned around with both of his feet and just cartoon kicked me out the door. Boom. <laughs> Wait, what? At your house? And I just went. He just went. Couldn't do nothing. I just wanted to get in my bed, bro. So I was walking to the door. My grandma <laughs> yeah. was wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I walked to the door, opened the door. No, my, my grandmother walked to the door, opened the door, and she's like, all right, yeah, y'all have a good night. You know, and I was walking. I was just walking. It was the water hose in the, the middle of the ground. I tripped over the water hose. Uh oh. And that's all she wrote. She was like, "Get up, you all right?" I was like, "Nah, grandma, I'm not." She's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, <laughs> "I was thinking." 
I said, somebody put something in my drink. And I, I couldn't lie to her like that, bro, because she went OD. I couldn't lie to her because she was just She was about panicking. to pull up. She's going to find them, yeah. 100%. So I was like, I can't say that. Yeah. What's their name? Where were you? No, I said, nah, grandma, I'm drunk. And then she just left me there. She said, you're going to have to deal with this by yourself tonight. So I crawled to the bathroom, threw up all night. Next morning, my dad was like, you're not playing baseball this season. Oh, he hit you with it hard. I played baseball that season, bro. <laughs> I played baseball that season. I was not giving that up. Damn, just because you had a little sip. Like, come on, son. You in Alabama. <laughs> but but our, but our family down there, we're, we're really like, Christian? You know, yeah, 100%. 100%. Gotcha. No, well-respected. In the area. So that's that's one thing why they was kind of disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, they gave everything to me, give everything to me, you know. Well, not give everything to me. They give me, it's like a good trade-off, you know. But so what made you think it was appropriate to come home that drunk? Because <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get that drunk. Mm, thought you was going to play that at turkey. All. I didn't think I was going to get that drunk at all, you know, at all. But I had to go home because I never stayed out all night. So I would rather take that chance and stay out all night and have to deal with my uncles and my dad. Yeah, that was just a calculated decision I had to make. <laughs> <He was laughs> Trust like, me, I thought about this. I thought about it all the way home. Yeah. <laughs> like, should I go here or should I fight this battle tomorrow? Like, Let's get it over with. Worst thing about that situation is I had to go to church the next morning. I had to sit next to the drums. Damn. Yeah, your head was on some other yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, terrible. Yeah, how was you feeling in church? Was you like, damn, this is the devil? Man, I was me. just... He was repenting? 100%. 100%. That's funny, dog. <laughs> so, uh, would you call yourself religious? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, I would say. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. But am I spiritual? 100%. Since that's how I was raised. Elaborate on that, what you mean. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I can. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was raised that way, and I've made it so far. You know what I mean? So, there, there's, it's just like, there's no way I can discredit my beliefs and what I've been through. But I feel like it's almost like faith around works is dead. You can believe all day, but if you ain't putting in no work, you know, you, you know, I mean, it could happen, but, you know, but you got to at least do some work. Mm -hmm. You know, trust me, I've tried that. I've had a test. And I'm just like, no, I'm just going to trust. <laughs> I go in there and I, 20%, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I'm just like, okay, you know, I give, I, give, I give Jesus and God his credit. But, like, I work on this world, you know, even yeah. if it's, like, doing research about astrology, space. You know, I take, this, I take the knowledge. I'm like, this is your playground, you know what I mean? So let me give you your credit and let me go in here and work. You Are know? you a Pisces? Not a Pisces. You a Cancer? I'm 100%. Be cancer? Yeah. I, my first guess was cancer, but I was like, I'm just guessing cancer because I'm a cancer, and you do shit that I do. So I was like, let me try something else. I don't even know about Pisces. I don't know anything other than cancers, to be honest. So yeah. <laughs> usually I guess cancer. Yeah. That's cool. For sure. But uh, man, I, I feel like this world is a beautiful place, man. Even when you're studying, like, you know, like, you know, the, what they say about the Kundalini, things like that. Kundalini? Yeah, like chakras and stuff like that. I'm thinking, I'm oh, sorry, I had those thoughts. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kundalingus. No, no. What the fuck so is that? <laughs> uh, eating that thing. What the fuck did you call it? Eating Kundalingus? Kundalingus. <laughs> so, would you say Kundalini? Yeah, it's like Kundalini. You said it was too close. It was too close. I was like, what? With the stars? That's crazy. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What were you saying that? No, I just I just said even when it comes to like you know different chakras, yeah. things like that, different you know like um, stones and things like that, you know because like you know what does it say you know we're made from dirt, you know, blew dirt into us, but like all of those stones, everything is made from the dirt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Bars. Like, yeah. it, it, you gotta just gotta think about it. You know, um, to be honest, we have so many minerals inside of us. Minerals comes from like ores and like different you know dirt so it's just yeah you got like a favorite stone i would say probably quartz of tire your eyes i like those i like i like i like uh mm, 
well than that name. I'm not going to say it, but like Quartz or Tiger Eyes, 100%. What's it supposed to like represent? Uh, I would have to do reading. Yeah, that's something. You know, that's one thing about me. That's why I write a lot of things down because I really don't remember a lot, but I have I an archive. You, I feel like I have really good memory. It's just my recall is what struggles now as I'm getting older. For sure. It's like, because if someone will like bring something up or spark that thought or memory back it'll come back you know it's just my recall shit these days i think it's the tree bro for sure and then one reason i say that because if someone that knows about that say something about it you know i feel like you know let me not speak on anything if i don't know about it because i'm pretty that's how that's the easiest way to get criticized you know and i that's one thing i really don't like to do Speak get. on things you don't know about 100 percent. yeah 100 because i don't like to go into debates about that stuff like that I feel that I feel that But also like podcasting I feel like sometimes You just end up Talking about something You're learning about it On the pod You get off the pod And you're like Oh I was way off <laughs> <laughs> Well that's what they'll comment That's good for the Good for the it's algorithm <laughs> Hell yeah bro That's pretty cool So What else have we not covered We know that you what, what are the other things About you that people don't know We know that you musician We know you we know you a ass kicker. We know you a, a, a data scientist. What are the things about you that the people don't know? You could dance? Okay, bro, I do not dance. You can't dance? No rhythm? I have rhythm, but that ain't nothing I'm going to just get out and just do. You know what I mean? I leave that to the dancers, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I dance, I'm going to dance like a, you know, I... I just don't dance, man. I got rhythm, but I just don't dance. You do a little old man jig or something. You feel me? That's probably okay. feel me. That's about, that's all you gonna get out of me. Give That'll me the cookout. You know, I'm gonna snap a couple fingers. You know, there you go. go back and forth. You know. Right. Okay, cookout. You be you be chefing. I can cook, man. Yeah. I can I can decently cook. Like on a scale of one to ten, I'm definitely gonna get you. I'm gonna definitely get like seven point five. Maybe okay. even an eight on a good day. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? For okay. sure. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, respect you know. that. I feel like everybody wanna just go straight away with the eight, but you said seven point five, eight on a good day. So now I feel like you mean that shit. Yeah, yeah. Now if I'm just throwing something together, I'm gonna still get you to six point five. Okay. But if I'm if I'm if I'm really into it. Yeah. Really trying to cook it with love, bro. I'm gonna get you right. Like, you yeah, know what yeah. So sure. what you be cooking? What are your, what are your, uh, the dishes that you specialize in? Uh, what I specialize in? Okay. I'm not gonna say pasta, but I can cook fish, fish either on the stove or even in the stove on top of the stove, like searing or mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. I can cook a good chicken breast, man. Like people like sleep on how good a chicken breast can be cooked. It's got to be cooked right. You know what I mean. It's hard to do. You yeah, know, keep it's either, it juicy. You know, it's either juicy or dry. It's, mm -hmm. You know, because a lot it's of fine line. a lot of time people get scared of the salmonella not cooking the chicken all the way through. So like if you can cook it just right, like you said, juicy. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I like to do, I like don't to overcook it thin. That way it can cook all the way Quicker through. Quicker too. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You be worried. You don't. You just don't care about the salmonella. You be like, ah. Eh. No, I do care about the salmonella. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> fuck with that with chicken. <laughs> I care about the salmonella. What about like Liver King who just be eating, eating shit? He don't raw. eat chicken raw. Is chicken like the only one that they like, yo, don't fuck with that? Pork too, I think, right? I don't know. I don't eat Pork's anything raw. I'm pretty sure pretty yeah. bad. I'm like, I'm not even big on sushi. You yeah. get like, yeah, I don't eat sushi. I don't eat anything raw. Yeah, <laughs> I barely eat cold food, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fucking picky That's eater. Good, though. That's yeah. good. Like, I had sushi last night, actually. Really? Sushi? Yeah, I sushi I'm so night. scared of like, I see just, obviously it's one in occurrence, you know, but I see on TV people getting like worms and Parasites. shit. Parasites. Yeah, I'm just so afraid of that shit. 100%. And that's one thing my grandmother told me because she does like holistic practices. And she was like, you got to leave that sushi alone, man. And like, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> she was like, I had some sushi last night. Yeah. But I, I've been getting a whole lot better with it, honestly. You, like, go, you got like a what? thing, like you like sushi? You know, I, it's, it's an acquired taste, man. It's really good. You know, raw food is just like, even oysters, man. Like, really? it's. Oh, you, you next level. You yeah, know I'm a big I mean. texture guy. You texture know? guy. Yeah. So like. Sushi is very soft and mushy. Not not exactly my kind of texture. It'd be cold too, bro. It's like cold when, when I'm eating. Like it, it gives me like you you know when you eat a hot pocket and like it got that little cold part in it. Like oh, even it's that, just same, bro. terrible now. 100%. It's like not even the same fucking hot. So now it's just the whole thing is cold. That's what I mean. I, I could I could uh, rock with the California roll. Yeah, well, the crunchy California rolls. It's like the fried one. Or they also have ones with tuna, where I'm like, all right, yeah. that's not too sushi-ish, you know. 
No. I could rock with tuna. Cooked? Maybe. I don't know. I don't really get how t- yeah, see, tuna works. It's that, that, cook, that melon cooked shit. Tuna but gets then it's me. Like, they say it's supposed to be so clean, you know, with it being sushi. Like, it's really fresh fish. It's clean. If it's properly, like, treated and held. Or, you know what I mean? Cut correctly. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't get sick off. Like, they don't make you sign a waiver. Like, so it can't be that bad when you go get sushi. Or maybe it's just, like, everyone knows type shit. Maybe. Where you get your sushi Joe from? Oh, this place called Mr. Tokyo. Oh, hell yeah. Mr. Yeah, Tokyo yeah, Spire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done that sushi there, but I get a you there. <laughs> I like to get my shit from, like, the gas station. Yeah, you got to try Mr. Tokyo. Yeah, that, that sounds like how you get parasites. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be 7-Eleven. It's supposed to be cold. It's fucking yeah. warm. Yeah, they got it yeah. next to the fucking, like, sodas. Yeah, yeah bro. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. A, a monster energy and a sushi. Hell yeah. I like to do a lot of research on history. That's a lot of things people don't know about me. It's like just ancient history. You love war. Yeah. Who's your favorite warrior? Uh, I would have to pick, man. That's a. I couldn't give you my, my favorite. I couldn't give you my favorite warrior, but I could give you my favorite. Just, I like the Viking style of war. What do you like about it? The surprise, the flanking, mm. the art. He's a surprise motherfucker. The flanking. He's a part. Tell Viking. me about that. I'm not part Viking. You're not. No, I'm just German. <laughs> 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 the fuck. <laughs> From that region, <laughs> I just figured it's somewhere in your in your blood. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> we'll sprinkle that some of that shit in there. Well, yeah. What do you, so yeah, tell us some. Tell us about the Vikings. Some things we don't know. Yeah, because what I know of as a Viking is just big brute dudes. How are they like flanking people? How do they not see them coming? Yeah, yeah no, no, for sure. Uh, just like the art of surprise, like you said, you know, like so if if. It's so many different styles because a lot of kings they like peace. I would say, Viking like Vi like that means like that's like seven like mm. it's like seven kings. You know what I mean? But anyway, oh, I, I didn't know, know that, that though. Yeah. Previously, but like that's why you have seven. That's your your brand. No, no, seven is just because like month seven July. July you know, okay, seven. You know what I mean? Uh, I like oh, yeah. you know seven is just like a number. I like you know what I mean. And seven is so close to one. You know what I mean? The way you look at it, you know. It's just so close to the number one. Uh, like optically? Yeah, you know how one is. Like, yeah, one optically. Is like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is closer Not one. digitally. <laughs> Numerically. Okay, yeah, I feel great, that. Great, great. Yeah, great. Uh, great to put it. But um, I, Seven's one of my favorite numbers, too. For sure. Seven. I would say seven. One is. Seven and one and 13. I like nine a lot. Seven, seven, seven and 23. Like, yeah. You're I like that too, yeah. as well. July thirteenth, July third. Okay. Yeah, ninety five. Hell yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, June twenty seventh. June twenty seventh. Okay. So you were born in June. Yeah. Nice. I barely. What was yours? July what? Third. Third. Happy yeah. belated. Happy Appreciate belated. What about you? November twenty third. November twenty seventh. Nice. Yeah. My birthday's on Thanksgiving this year. It's like every four years. It's weird. Hell yeah. yeah. Be eating good on the birthday. Yeah. For sure. You invite people over and, and like they don't bring gifts because they thought it was like a yeah, Thanksgiving thing. They're like, oh. This happened a few years back. And I was like, Did you forget which day it was? Damn. We're thankful for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. So, yeah, yeah. you like Vikings, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, uh, what, you like their, uh, the seven kings. So, what what does that mean? Like, there be seven leaders in the Viking, like, tribes? Yeah, I can't go into detail on that. I don't know what that means. You yeah. don't know enough. Don't know <laughs> you yeah, you yeah, speak yeah, to yeah. the to the point of which yeah. you can't get criticized for. I respect sure. that. Yeah, I respect that. Going. But, no, just, just, like, research I've done, it's just, like, you know, like, you know what a garrison is, right? I do not. To a garrison. Like, a lot of times, you know, like, if, if people are in wars, you know what I mean? Like, just to see like who touch first, like you touch me first, I'm gonna touch you first, you know, like if they got if they if they have like the confidence, you know, another Viking tribe set out a, a, a garrison, like on that the people that they're trying to go to war with land, just to see how they will react. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but a lot of people that they'll send scouts out, but on that garrison, sometimes they don't even know the garrison to be maybe like 20 miles just on the edge of that person's coast. So you, you, you have, you know, your, 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 um, you have your garrison set up with like your warrior, your camps. I was, I use camps, you know, sometimes people would be on camps for like months and months and months just scoping out, you know, and it's two things, you know, it's always because they want the land or they just, they want to attack first because they know that you know you're 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 probably going to attack them and, right. and that's the tricky thing about it you know what i mean like a lot of times like wars are started because you know you have like um i would say just miscommunication in a way maybe someone's like a vigilante you know sending sending things to like another king another land you know just trying to provoke that person whole time the king don't know anything about it that's why, like, kind of like treat, like, not even treason. That's why a lot of times, you know, you see people get beheaded and things like that because mm-hmm. they're doing, you know, unethical war practices for their own mm-hmm. benefit. For their own benefit, exactly. For their mm-hmm. own benefit, man. You know, um, provoking a king to go to war because not, to, not necessarily because they they need to go to war with these mm-hmm. people, but it's because they want their land. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just like, what's your motive? Like, how ambitious are you? What's your thought process in the saying of the all's fair in love and war? If you're saying that there's unethical things, but, you know, some people believe, yo, we at war. It's whatever, whatever happened, happened. Yeah, that's a wicked saying. All is fair in love and war. It was pretty wicked. Comparing love and war together. Well, I would say once it start, it start. But, like, you know, like, once it start, like, I'm in there. But, like, if it's, like, you know, I'm the kind of person, like, if I see I'm, like, I'm in control and, like, you you would kind of back down in the situation, like, okay, like, it's over. I'm not going to, like, send my troops in to, like, you know, mm-hmm. dest- destroy villages, take women, kill men. You know, like, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. You know what I mean, just, sure. just just to the point of control, to the point of surrender. And then if we go to war, obviously, I'll put my flag there. You're, on, you're under my legion now. You're under my, <laughs> you know, Hell regime yeah. now. Hell yeah, yeah, I feel that. But I would have a more defensive mindset, you know what I mean? You know, if I had to start a, I would say I start a village in there, whatever, I would really work on my defense, work on my trade, mm. work on becoming valuable. So, like, another, like, I would say another king, they, they see me valuable. They need me. Why would you destroy me? Like, we're, we're, we're providing something that you can't get nowhere else. Mm. You know, just creating value. Like that data. Yeah. Yeah. Creating value. Feel that. Like, sure. Feel that. Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dope. Yo, so if you guys need some data, hit up the data king himself. <laughs> Great, yeah. Let them uh let them know where they could find you. Uh at the Shaker's Vault. That's D E S H A G E R S V A L T dot com. Uh, what about social medias? Or do you not want them to have that? That's cool. The Shaker's Vault L L C. Yeah. My regular Instagram is Brock D. Mitchell. That. Yeah, what yeah. about your marketing company? Oh, Seven the Shakers Ball. Shakers Ball. Okay. Under the Shakers Ball. That's just the clothing brand. Gotcha. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, we appreciate you, Brock. Thank you for coming on. Man, I appreciate the invite, man. Thank y'all. Of course. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Peace out, everyone. Thanks for coming.